Hey, thank you for listening to Real Faith Radio, presented by Praise Chapel Las Vegas. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, and wherever podcasts are streamed. You can also visit PraiseChapelLasVegas.com and follow us on social media at PC Las Vegas to stay connected with PCLV. Thank you again for listening. Here comes today's message. Good to see you guys tonight, amen. Good to see everyone out there. Uh, like Once again, we just want to thank all our visitors that are joining us here online, amen. I, I pray that you'd be blessed today, amen. And so uh, hopefully you guys are doing good. You guys are staying safe, amen. Uh, uh, things are starting to uh, be a little loose in here, so we're going to be faithful and we're going to believe that God's going to start to move here in our city and the doors are going to start to open up as we start to make the plans to go back into the church. And so uh, it's going to be a, a phase plan, and we'll, we'll unfold that as we get closer to that. Uh, but, uh, uh, but we are going to work, work in phases going back, and we just want to make sure uh, when we start to open the doors and you come back feeling safe and comfortable, uh, we'll still have online. And so for those that, that, you know, still uncomfortable and we can understand that or with children or or maybe those that are still sick out there, uh, we want you to stay home. But but we'll let that plan roll out. We'll open in phases, just like the city's opening up in phases. And so but you'll be the message will still be there. Uh, so we'll still have online uh, going on even from our church. And so you'll get the message there. And then once we start to enroll this and people will get more and more and then we'll start to come into the house of God. Amen. What a place to be in the house of God. Amen. Because he's our healer, right? He is our healer. And what a place to be in the house of God where the healer's at. Amen. And so uh, we're going to prepare for that. So we'll give you some updates. Amen. Praise God. We're going to get into the message tonight. And so let's, let's bow our heads and let's pray. Amen. And ask God to meet us and meet you guys out there today. Praise God. <laughs> Father, Lord, we thank you for your for this day. Father, we thank you once again, Father, for your faithfulness. Thank you for the technology, Father God, that we can still reach and preach the gospel of Jesus Christ, Father. I thank you for the wide, wider audience, Father God, that is joining us, Father, all over, not only here, but every, every church, every ministry, Father God, we're reaching out to those that normally wouldn't come into our church, but now are tapping in from their own living room, Father God. And the word is being ministered to the lost, Father God, all over the world. And Father, we just ask right now that you would move. Father, Holy Spirit, have your way upon every living room. Father, we pray that for everyone that has an ear, let them hear what the Spirit of the Lord will say to them. And they would hear the voice behind the voice, Father God. I pray for signs, wonders, and miracles. And I pray that people get saved, Father God. Touched, Lord. I, I pray for healing to be done, Father God, over the uh, online, Father, that you would touch lives right there in their living room, Father God. Meet them right there where they're at, Father. You know exactly what they need. And so I pray that you would meet them in a special way, Father. And Father, we thank you this night. And we give you all the praise, glory, and honor in Jesus' mighty name. And everyone out there says, Amen. Praise the Lord. Come on, give the Lord some praise. Little emoji, praise, hands, clapping, things like that. Let's have fun tonight, church. Praise the Lord. Amen. What a great couple of days, huh? I turned off my air conditioner. Amen. The wind's cool in the morning. It's just been a nice couple of days, but... Next week, the heat's coming back. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. But what a good time to take a little break and, and just have the winds and, and a little bit nice uh, weather out there. Amen. I want to finish on the second part of our mini-series, 
called Have Faith. Somebody say, Have Faith out there. Have Faith. Amen. Last week, amen, if you were with us, amen, we talked about mountain prayers mountain prayers that you need to speak to those obstacles that, that are standing in front of you those obstacles that that stop you from the forward progress in Christ amen we talk about faith walkers somebody say faith walker out there amen faith walker with Jesus is calling us to step out into our callings and step out and not doubt amen praise the Lord and then we talked about shout out somebody say shout out Amen. Come on. Someone here say shout out in this house. Come on. Join me today. Amen. Come on. Shout out. If you shout out, he'll reach out. You remember? If you shout out, he'll reach out. Amen. Don't look back anymore. Look forward. Look towards him and shout out. Lord, save me. Lord, help me. This is who we need to shout out, especially in times in crisis. Amen. Praise the Lord. Let's go back to the book of Mark, amen. This is a story that I've been on since uh, uh, since uh, uh, Easter, and uh, I've been I've been uh, bringing forth the word here, and we've been talking about there. And so I want you to go back to Matthew chapter eleven. Actually, it's Matthew, not Mark. Well, no, it's Mark. It's Mark. I'm sorry. Mark eleven twenty four. It's right there, amen. I got Matthew here, but. It goes on and says like this, I tell you, you can pray for anything, and if you believe you receive it, it'll be yours. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody. Come on, listen. When you pray, you must ask in faith. Somebody say, have faith. Come on. Matthew 7, 7 says this, keep on asking, and you will receive what you ask for. Keep on seeking, and you'll find. Keep on knocking, and the door will be open. For everyone who asks, receives. Anyone, everyone who seeks, finds. And to everyone who knocks, the door will be open. Come on, church. You have not, because you ask not. You seek not. You knock, knock. Knock, knock. Who's there? Jesus. <laughs> You not ask not, amen, hallelujah. You knock not, amen, praise the Lord. See, here, Jesus is telling us here that we need to pursue God. Come on. But the problem is in our pursuit. We often give up too quickly. Come on, somebody say hello. Come on, somebody say amen. Come on, we give up too quickly. Why is that, church? Because our prayers, listen, are done half-hearted. See, the definition of pursuit is this. It means to follow. It means to capture. It means to run after. I mean, I don't know if you guys have ever seen the movie of the pursuit of happiness. Come on. Great movie based on a true story. Uh, Will Smith is the actor, amen. Uh, and he plays a man who was in pursuit to succeed financially. This man would keep on asking, uh, seeking and knocking uh, for opportunity in the midst of hard times. Come on now. This man was homeless. His wife left him. His, his son is with him. And through this whole thing, amen, he's struggling. He's struggling through the whole movie, but he wants to make something of his life. And so this man keeps asking. This man keeps seeking, keeps knocking for opportunities. But because he kept following his heart, he succeeded. 
He ran after his dreams and he captured success. And he became a big time financial broker. Great movie, amen, of, of, of a determination of a person not to give up. See, the same is with us, church. If we are to succeed, how many want to succeed out there? Come on, somebody say yes out there. Yes. Come on. If you want to succeed in this walk with the Lord, amen, we have to pursue God. Come on. Now. We have to follow Jesus wholeheartedly. You have to run after the Holy Spirit, and you have to capture, listen, God's heart. But you got to have faith. Somebody say have faith. Come on. Somebody say have faith in here. Have faith. Come on. Work with me tonight. See, Knowing God takes faith. Come on, it, it takes focus and it takes follow through. But Jesus assures you and I that we will be rewarded in our pursuit. Listen, don't ever give up. Somebody say, don't give up. Don't give up. Come on, tell your neighbor there, don't give up. Don't give up. Come on, tell somebody online, don't give up. Come on, somebody, shout to somebody. Tag somebody, don't give up. Come on, don't give up your efforts in seeking God. Uh, don't give up your efforts on asking uh, and knocking, church. Come on, uh, listen, in waiting uh, for certain prayers to be answered. Ask God, listen, ask God to give you more knowledge, more patience, hello, more wisdom. Seek for more love, church. Come on, more understanding. And when you ask Him of these things, He'll give them to you, church. I don't know, during this time of lockdown, during this time of being home, amen, and not being in the job, amen, not at work, amen, but here on the, at home and building my house as a house of prayer, seeking and, and repenting from ways and changing and asking God, what do you, what, what do you want from us? And what, do you, what are you asking of us? And, and Lord, I know that you sent us home for us to think about things. And so we're, we're, I'm seeking God, but I'm asking God, give me some more knowledge. Give me more clarity, Father God. God, I need some more patience. God, you know, in lockdown, you can be impatient. Come on, somebody say amen out there. Come on, we can get impatient in our own homes, amen. And so, God, give me more patience. God, I want more wisdom. God, when I go back, I want to go with wisdom. I, I don't want to go because everyone else is going. I, I'm not trying to follow any man or any leader. I'm trying to follow God. God, what are you telling me? What are you telling PCLV? What are you telling the church right here? God, give me some more wisdom. God, let me seek for more love. God, I want to go back with more love. God, I want to love people. God, I want to have more compassion for the lost church. Uh, come on, I, I want more understanding. And if you ask him, he'll give them to you. Look what James chapter 1, verse 3 to 7 says. For we know that when your faith, somebody say faith, Come on. Somebody say faith. faith. Come on. When your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. So let it grow. For when your insurance, uh, endurance is fully developed, you will be perfect and complete, needing nothing. Come on, church. I don't know about you. I like that nothing part, church. Come on. Uh, come on. If we can get our faith tested, uh, come on. It's going to build our endurance. Amen. Uh, come on. But when it's developed fully, guys, uh, let me tell you, you and I will be perfect. Uh, you and I will be complete uh, and we won't be lacking nothing. Let me tell you, church, I'm not lacking nothing uh, in this crisis. 
God is meeting every need. God, I'm seeking him and he's delivering. Can somebody out there say amen? And it goes on to say, if you need wisdom, ask our generous God and he will give it to you. He will not rebuke you for asking. But when you ask him, listen, church, be sure that your faith, somebody say my faith, faith. your faith is in God alone. And then he goes on to say, do not waver. In other words, have faith for a person with divided loyalty is unsettled as a wave of a sea that is blown and tossed by the wind. Such people should not expect anything or to receive anything from the Lord. See, James here is telling us, church, right here, to turn your hardships into learning times. Come on. Turn your crisis, come on somebody, into trust times with God. Turn tough times, these tough times that you and I are in, uh, can teach us perseverance, church. Romans chapter 5, verse uh, 4 says this, "And And endurance develops strength of character. And character strengthens our confident hope of salvation. Come on, somebody. That was just the power of God moving out there. Hallelujah. You got to be still. Listen, church. Be still in your prayers. Come on. To be still in God means wait. Come on. I know a lot of you guys are waiting. Some of you guys are waiting for the check to arrive. Some of you guys are waiting for something from God. Uh, Some of you guys are waiting for a a movement. Some of you guys are waiting for something to open up more. Uh, Some of you guys are waiting. Come on. Be still in God. Wait. Wait on Him. Listen, God will answer your prayers. But it's not in the result. It won't be in the result of positive thinking, church. But other conditions must be met. First, you must be a believer. Come on, somebody. Not just believe in God, but you got to believe everything in Him. Come on, somebody. Come on. It's, it's knowing that He can and that all things, somebody say all things out there, come on, can, are truly possible through Him. Second, you cannot pray with selfish motives. Come on. You cannot have a gimme, gimme, gimme attitude. Or an I want attitude. Come on, church. Look what James chapter 4 verse 3 says. It says, and even when you ask, you don't get it. Because your motives are all wrong. You uh, You want only what gives you, somebody say me, gives you pleasure. Look what the message Bible says. Because you know you'll be asking for what you have no right to. You are spoiled children, each wanting your own way. Come on, somebody. Your request. Somebody say, my request. Your request, church, must be for the good of God's kingdom. Come on, when you're praying for things, it has to pertain to the kingdom of God. When you're praying for things, it has to line up to His will, church. When you're praying for things, it has to be for the good of God's kingdom. To pray effectively, you're going to need faith. Faith in God. Not faith in the objects of your requests. See, Jesus, our example, prayed. In Mark chapter 14, 36... It says this, 
Abba Father, he cried out, everything is possible for you. Please take this cup of suffering away from me. Yet I want your will to be done, not mine. Come on, he prayed here. Jesus prayed that everything is possible for you. But he also prayed, church, listen, not my will, but thy will be done. Come on. Let me ask you a question. I want you to be honest. I don't, I don't need you to answer it there because God already knows. But have you been stopping by the garden every day? Come on, have you been stopping by the garden? Remember that message I ministered a few weeks ago? Come on, about stopping in the garden, amen? Come on, if you want to get through this pandemic, amen, if you want to get through this crisis, church, come on, you need to be praying, not my will, but thy will be done. Come on, church, if you're going to get through this, amen, you've got to have to do his will. Come on, somebody say amen. amen. See, our prayers, if we can be honest, our prayers are often motivated by our own interests and our own desires. Come on, somebody say yes. Hallelujah. Come on, we like to hear that we can have anything that we pray for. Come on, ain't that awesome? Anything we pray for, we can have. But Jesus prayed with God's interests in mind. See, when we pray, we can express our desires, church. But we should want His will above ours. Come on, somebody say yes. Amen. I want you to go to Mark eleven twenty five. This passage of scripture has been pretty awesome, church. You know, from the entrance to him going to the church, from him going to that fig tree. Remember the fig tree? Come on, he's looking for fruit. Didn't have no fruit. Curse that tree. Until we, till last week, and here we are now. So Mark eleven twenty five goes on to say, but when you are praying, first, listen, first, forgive anyone you are holding a grudge against. Oh, some of you guys didn't, didn't want to hear that. Some of you guys didn't want to hear that. Amen. I'm, I'm getting faces right now. I can see them through the online. He says, when you are praying, first forgive. Come on, somebody say forgive out there. Yeah. Forgive anyone that you're holding a grudge against so that your Father in Heaven will forgive you of your sins too. Come on. Church, prayers, listen, are connected to forgiveness. Before you bring your requests, before you start praying, church, before you start asking, seeking, and knocking, check to see if there's any unforgiveness in your heart. Come on. And then God's saying you need to forgive them. And then God will forgive you. Come on, somebody. Somebody say ouch out there. Come on. Matthew chapter 6, 14 to 15 says this. If you forgive those who sin against you, your heavenly Father will forgive you. But if you refuse, listen, if you refuse to forgive others, your Father will not forgive you of your sins. Now, let's be honest today. Forgiving others is hard work. Can somebody say amen? Come on, somebody. If we can be honest and be for real today, we rather do something to them. Come on. Come on, we rather hear that something happened to them than to offer forgiveness to someone who has wronged us. Come on, somebody say hello. hello. And I'm not saying this is right, church. But that's what we think at times. Come on now, let's just, let's just get real. 
When someone wrongs you, when someone hurts you, when somebody offended you, amen. Come on, we're not quick to forgive. We're not quick to forgive. We hold on to grudges. We hold on to the things that they have done to us. Come on, let's be real. But God's telling you, you've got to forgive. You have to forgive. It says right here in the, in the Bible, it says, you know what? In Ephesians 4.32, it says, instead, listen, instead, be kind to each other, tenderhearted. Come on, that means you got to have some compassion. Forgiving one another, just as God through Christ has forgiven you. Whew. Church, you want some prayers answered? you got to forgive. Come on, you want to start to bring your request before the Lord and you hold a, you're holding a grudge against someone? God says, go forgive that person. And then I'll forgive you. See, God is trying to clean house. God is trying to, to get the house in order. God is calling us to, to forgive one another, amen, just as He has forgiven us. See, when you can't forgive someone, pray for them. It may or may not change them, but I'm here to let you know it will always change you. Come on, somebody. Act in love towards other, everyone, especially your brothers and sisters in the church. You know, the problem is, amen, the church is holding grudges against each other. There's battles in the church. There's division in the church, amen. There's unforgiveness in the church, not to somebody on the outside, somebody in the church. And God says, you got to get this right, amen. You're coming, you're coming to me with your requests. You're coming to me with your prayers, amen. How can I move on them? How can I forgive you for the things that you're doing when you're still holding something against them? Sometimes there's people, it's people in your own household. Come on now. Come on. God has sent us home that we will forgive one another, that when we go back, we will have genuine love for each other, church. Real compassion, a godly love, a agape love, church, for each other. We got to act in love towards one another, just as God acted in love towards us by sending His Son Jesus to die for our sins. See, even in the Lord's Prayer, when He taught the disciples, when Jesus said, This is how you ought to pray, even in the Lord's Prayer, it says, What? Forgive us of our sins as we what? Forgive those that wronged us. Those that sinned against us. See, forgive me as I forgive others. So the Lord is already teaching us that, that we need to do this. This has to be part of our character, church. Uh, come on. Uh, he has forgiven us. Colossians chapter 12, verse 13 says this. Since God chose you to be holy people. Come on, somebody. Holy people he loves. You must clothe yourself with tender-hearted mercy. There's that word again, tender-hearted compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Make allowance for each other's faults and forgive anyone who offends you. Remember the Lord forgave you, so you must forgive others, church. Come on. See, when you choose to forgive someone that has wronged you, let me tell you, church, you take away their power. Amen. Come on, somebody. See, the key to forgiving others, church, is remembering, listen, how much God has forgiven you. Come on, somebody. Think about it. Come on. Think about how much God has forgiven you. Come on. Just think about it. Oh, my Lord. I can just think some things right now, and He's forgiven me much. Come on. There's some things, man. He's, 
Man, he's forgiven me a lot. For some of you guys, a lot, a lot. Hallelujah. Come on. God has forgiven us much. So much. I mean, think back of all the things. Come on. I'm not saying go back there, but think where all the things that you've done, and he's forgiven you. And he's still forgiving people today. He forgave people on the cross when he says, Forgive them, Lord, for they know not what they do. That's how merciful God is. Yet, we want to hold a grudge. Come on. Yet, we, 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 we don't want to forgive them. Yet, we don't want to even like them. Come on, church. But God says we've got to love them, church. He's forgiven us much. Come on, we should all go to hell. Come on. All of us. That's what, we, that's what we deserve. But God forgave us. Canceled our debt. Removed us. Removed us. Removed all the sin from us. Amen. And through it as far as the east uh, is from the west. Come on, somebody. Uh, come on. God has removed everything uh, and made us the righteousness of God. Amen. Hallelujah. That, that is much, church. Yet, we don't want to let go of someone or forgive someone who took the last piece of gum of yours. The one that drank your coffee. Hallelujah. Took the last pastel, whatever it is, man. We're holding grudges, church, when we shouldn't. You see, realizing God's infinite love and forgiveness, listen, can help you, somebody say me, can help you love and forgive others. Let God worry about the wrongs that you have suffered, church. Remember what Romans chapter 12, verse 9 says? He says, vengeance are mine. Come on. Don't quench your life by holding on to grudges. Don't let it drain your life. Don't let it take away your life. Amen. Live a renewed life. Amen. In love and in joy. Come on. Somebody say love. love. Joy. joy. Come on. Let, let's, live, let's live not bitter and mad. Come on, who wants to live a Christian life full of bitterness and mad and angry over things that, that were done to us when God has forgiven us so much, church? Come on, uh, that we got to let go of things, amen, and we can let go of this stuff that's bounding us uh, and, and, and crippling us uh, and those things that just bring death to us, amen. Uh, come on, we need to live a renewed life, amen, uh, in love and joy and walk in the joy of the Holy Ghost. Come on, church, uh, stop living all bitter. Uh, come on, let go and let God and forgive. Hallelujah. Amen. See, a person, listen, a person who prays while bearing grudges is like that fig tree in verse 13. Remember that fig tree? Come on, it had a bunch of leaves, but didn't have no fruit. That's how it is for a person who's praying. Looks good on the outside. Looks like a praying man, but there's no fruit because there's unforgiveness in their life. We can't be like that fig tree, church. We learned, we have to learn to forgive. Can somebody say amen out there? Listen, true faith changes the heart. True faith changes the heart. Real prayers, come on church. I mean for real, for real prayers. When you're praying and you're praying Holy Ghost and you're praying because you forgave somebody, come on, real prayer dismantles pride. Real prayer dismantles vengeance. Real prayer fills the holes in your life with His love. Amen. Real prayer does that, church. But we have to forgive. We have to let go. 
See, we can pray to God and he'll give us anything we ask for, church. It will, as long as it's God's kingdom in it. Come on, if it pertains to the kingdom of God, it'll be added on to you. Blessings, finances, that's all part of the kingdom of God, church. As long as you're doing your part, he'll do his part. Let me tell you, uh, when you give and you stay faithful in the times where they're good and, and the, the rivers are flowing, everything's going well, church, you stay faithful to that, amen. And when, when the crisis comes uh, and when things start hitting your lives, uh, when you're going through the struggle and storm, let me tell you, God returns that favor back to you. And he will be faithful to you in the storms. He will be faithful through, uh, to, uh, to you uh, through the pandemic. Amen. He'll be faithful through this crisis, church. Uh, come on. Uh, you can still be blessed, church, uh, in the midst of darkness. Because God never leaves us nor forsakes us. And so we can ask whatever we want, but we've got to have faith, church. Come on, we can't, we can't, we can't pray half-heartedly. We can't pray if we're not really praying like we really mean it, church. We just have a want list. We have a, 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 a gimme list. Instead of saying, God, this is what we need. And God, it aligns. It's not selfish motives. It's nothing like that. I really, truly believe, God, that you can take care of our needs. Because, see, when you're lined up with God, church, and you're lined up to your will, you'll never pray in selfish motives. Come on, you'll, you'll always align yourself to, to God's word. And, and the Spirit will align you. The Holy Ghost will align you. The Holy Ghost teaches us how to pray and how to ask. we got to trust God. Can somebody say amen out there? Hallelujah. But when we start to pray for real, for real church, it starts to dismantle the flesh inside of us. Pride gets dismantled. Vengeance or thoughts of venging people get dismantled. Lord. And it starts to fill those very empty spots in your life. With his love, church. He comes and fills us and takes care of us. Can somebody say amen? See, real faith seeks peace. Real faith seeks peace. Listen, as I close tonight. For our churches and for our lives to have power. Listen, power in prayers, in our prayers. There must be a harmony. Listen. And forgiveness evident in our lives and in the body of believers. Come on. We must be in harmony, church, with one another. There must be forgiveness evident in our lives and in our church in order for that, those prayers to be powerful Amen. and effective, church. Yes. Church, if we want prayers answered, then we must let go and let God. Somebody say, let go, let go. and let God. Come on, we, we're going to have to let it all go, church, and just trust God in those things. He'll take care of those that have wronged us, church. But we shouldn't be bitter. We shouldn't let bitterness build up inside of us. We shouldn't have vengeance and anger, church, but love and grace flowing out of us. We must abandon the grudges, and we must forgive one another. Listen, church. As we prepare to go back to our buildings, let's bury the hatchet. Come on, let's bury the hatchet on some things. And let's go in forgiven and forgiving others. Can somebody say amen? amen? Come on, let's go back like that, church. Let's go back with understanding, church. Let's go back with love. 
And if we can get all those lined up, church, the prayers that we ask for, let me tell you, God will start to move on, on your behalf. Your belief and your trust system will start to grow inside of you. And we can go back stronger, church. Come on. Come on. We're not, we're not here to, to die in this crisis. We're here to survive in this crisis. But not only survive, but we're going to have revival, church. Things are going to happen. And God is moving. And so he's preparing the church to go back. But God is asking you that you need to, to, to grab a hold of yourself. You need to take inventory. You need to get your heart right. You need to let go of things. You're going to have to repent. You're going to have to bear some fruit. Amen. You're going to, there's a lot of things that God is asking for us. And for us, some of us, we've got to sit at his feet and let him give us instructions in our lives of what we need to do, what needs to get rid of in, within our lives, church. Let's go back stronger and more powerful. A loving church. A loving church for one another. I know you guys love each other, but there's things that we need to bury, church. Within our church, within our own families. Come on. Time, time is, 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 is wasted through all that. Let's not, let's not waste time and anger. Let's, let's start to cultivate it in love for one another, church. Come on, let's get our families right. Let's, let's, let's get our homes right. Let's forgive one another. Can somebody out there say amen?